You're listening to Rama for Today. You see, here is love's thermometer. Here is the love gauge. It's easy to find out whether or not you're walking in love. When you take account of the evil done to you, you're not walking in love. As long as you walk in God and stay full of the Spirit and let love dominate you, you won't take account of the evil done to you. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on love the way to victory. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, I'm not going to do it. I, give him, I said, okay, I'm taking him over and giving them to him then. I went over there and said, brother, here's sister so-and-so's ties. She left at the house and I wasn't there with my mother-in-law. I knew in my heart this wasn't right. Well, he said, Brother Hagin, if she don't pay him here, I'd rather you'd have them anyway. I said, I don't want them. They belong to you. I asked her. She said to me, she said, I think that uh, I just told J.D. that was her husband. I, I told him, and the little boy, what's his name? Larry. Larry. I told J.D., uh, let's just join Brother Hagin's church. I said, no, you're not going to join my church. Now, I wouldn't mind having J.D. and Larry, but I wouldn't have you. <laughs> but none of you is going to join my church. I said, I wouldn't have you. Well, she said, why? I said, I don't want you talking about me like you do your pastor. Now, you go back over there where you belong. And she went back over there where she belonged. Now, finally, this other family lived catty-cornered across the street. He got to where he wouldn't go over there. He, he, he'd, he'd show up my services every time. Well, I can't control him. He, he, wouldn't, he never said anything, never talked to me. But one day he said to him, he said, Brother Higgins said, my wife and I, and she'd come only on Thursday night and go to her church every time. He said, uh, we, we decided to change churches. We want to join your church. I've been coming here. Well, in this case, now I felt a little different thing here. I, I knew a little something. So I said, well, I, I'll talk to your pastor. Unless he's agreeable and, re- and he recommends you and it's agreeable, uh, why, we will not do it. We, we wouldn't accept you. I'll talk to him. Well, he said, okay, go ahead and talk to him. So I said to him, I told him what he told me, and, and the pastor said, Brother Hagin, I, I hate to lose her. It's just like losing your eye teeth to lose her. Well, well, she's the best worker in my church. But he said, for his benefit, I'm going to insist that you take him. I've got enough sense to know that everybody can't fit in with everybody's program. And he don't fit in with me. And some way or another, I, I can't understand him. He don't fit in with me, and I don't fit in with him. I didn't tell him, but I understood him exactly. I knew exactly where it's coming from. I knew it mostly by, the, by revelation in my spirit, by the Holy Ghost. I knew it could help him. And I said, well, I want you to know this. I will not accept them unless you say so. I'm going to insist that you do it. I believe that you can help him. And for his benefit, now see, that pastor's acting in love. He realized that the man needs help. He believes I can help him. I didn't tell him, but I knew I could, and thank God I did. Thank God I did. We rescued him. But see, I would not, if this pastor did not feel right about it and did not insist, I would not have taken those people into my church. I'm going to act in love. I said, I'm going to act in love. Whether anybody else does or not. Amen. Why? It can cost me my life. I'm going to live my full length of time out down here below. If Jesus doesn't come, praise God. Without sickness and disease. It just, it's just so much better. 
praise God, to, to be well than it is to be sick. Amen. That's the reason you can't get a lot of these people healed. Preach, preachers need to know that. And you need to preach that in your church. Amen. I don't preach it in crusade because you don't fit in crusade. Once in a while I get off on a little bit. We're in a different area. Are you listening to me? But that's one reason that we never did bear one church member in 12 years of pastoral work. Because we'd get that kind of truth into them. Now let's go on reading. Notice, love does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it's not self-seeking. It's not self-seeking. This love doesn't insist on its own rights. See, we'll never make it until we start believing in God and believing in love because God's love, so we believe in love. It's the best way and it's your way. Let's go on reading. Love is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Amen. You know anybody's made perfect in love yet? <laughs> you can see that love is perfect, isn't it? But it's not made perfect in us. But God wants it to be. I said God wants it to be. Let's read it again. Love is not, that's amplified translate, is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it, pays no attention to a suffered wrong. You see, here is love's thermometer. Here is the love gauge. It's easy to find out whether or not you're walking in love. When you take account of the evil done to you, you're not walking in love. As long as you walk in God and stay full of the Spirit and let love dominate you, you won't take account of the evil done to you. Like I said, through the years, things have happened to me just as they've happened to you. I've had ministers, fellow ministers, even relatives tell me, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't put up with that if I was you. They even told me I must have a weakness in my character, fellow ministers. No, it's not weakness, it's strength. Because love never fails. Many have failed. And they've died prematurely because they lived so in the natural that they couldn't take advantages of the privileges of their privileges and their rights as a child of God, the things that belonged to them. They were always fussing and fighting until it had an effect on their entire being, including their bodies. Love takes no account of the evil done to it. Say that out loud. Love, Love. takes no account of the evil done to it. Now that has to be the God kind of love, doesn't it? Because you see, the Bible tells us that we were enemies of God, and God didn't take account of the evil done to it. God so loved the world. Hallelujah. That he sent Jesus to redeem us. He loved us while we were yet sinners. Love pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Now can't you see that that would straighten things out in your life? Can't you see that walking in love would straighten things out in the home and in the church and in the nation for men and women to become children of God and get the love of God in them because the love of God is shed abroad. 
in their hearts and then live in the family of God as children of love. Let's go on reading. This is Amplified Translation of 1 Corinthians verse 4 through 8, 13th chapter. Love does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Whoa, glory to God. Someone said, I just can't take it any longer. Love can. I just can't put up with him anymore. Love can. I just can't put up with her. Love can. Think about it. God's putting up with all of us. Wonder if he ever says, I've taken just about all I can take. <laughs> now, you see, that's that old natural man and natural human love that's selfish and said, I, I can't take anymore. I'm not going to put up with that. The love of God in you bears up under anything. Let's go on reading. Love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Did you ever notice that natural human love is ready to believe the worst of every person? I knew it's just like him. I didn't have any confidence in it to begin with. It's ever ready to believe the worst about the husband. Natural human love. Ever ready to believe the worst about the wife. Ever ready to believe the worst about the children. But this God kind of love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Husband, wife, brother, sister, in the church, children, believe the best of every person. Hallelujah. That'll put you over. I said that'll put you over. You need to learn, instead of believing the worst of your children, you need to learn to surround them with faith and love. Lady said to me at St. Louis, preached the full gospel business convention, Brother Hagin wants you to pray for me. I said, what for? Well, I want you to promise me that you'll, before I tell you, I want you to promise me that you'll pray every day for this request. I said, I'm not going to do it. Because I, I, I probably wouldn't think of it every day. But what's your request? Well, now she said, I'm a widow. And I have a 16 and a half, a 15 and a half year old boy, only child I have. His daddy's dead. Now, I wasn't a Christian. He wasn't brought up in church either. I've just been in church in recent years. But said, I can't do a thing in the world with him. He won't go to church. He's just out to all hours of the night, sometime three and four o'clock in the morning before he comes in. I, I, and said, I just lay there awake, you know, waiting for the phone to ring, telling me, you know, they've got him arrested down in jail, you know, in with a gang, and so on and so forth. I wanted you to pray every day. Will you promise me you'll pray every day for him? No, I said, I'm not going to pray for him at all. She said, you're not. No, I said, I'm not even going to pray one prayer. I'm doing that to get her attention. Amen. Sort of like the old boy, little old boy lived in town. They've been in the country. Went out to his grandpa's farm. And his grandpa went out, you know, in those days they had mules and horses. And so he had, and so he started hooking these mules up. And he picked up two before and hit that, hit that mule in the head. And the little boy said, why'd you do that part? Grandpa said, just to get his attention. Sometimes you have to get people's attention. I did that to get her attention. I said, I'm not going to even pray for him. I'm not going to pray one prayer. You're not? I said, no. She said, why? I said, wouldn't do any good. Wouldn't do a bit of good in the world. As long as you are going to keep nagging at him. As long as you're going to keep worrying about it. 
and keep telling him you'll never mount anything. You're going to wind up in the penitentiary. You're going to the reform school. You'll never make it. She said, how do you know I did that? I said, because he turned out like he did. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Love the Way to Victory. Also in this offer is Ken Hagan's book, Listen to Your Heart. These two resources are for the discounted price of $19.95. That's a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know, I want to thank all of you that are partnering with us. Uh, you help us so much to be able to go all over the world and preach. You say, well, what's a word partner? Well, a word partner is somebody that sends a donation in once a month, uh, just whatever they can afford to send in, and it helps us. And if you want to find out about it, you can go to rhema.org and slash WPC and find all about that. But I want to thank all of you that are helping us. We have so many of you out there. And when we're out doing the crusades, so many of you are coming up and saying we watch you and, we, and, and that you're a partner with us. And we so appreciate that. So anytime we're out in a crusade, we all, after we finish speaking, we always stay around and we talk to talk to you. So come on down and talk to us, okay? We stay around the front. So let me thank you. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.